Hello beautiful and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility, but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family. Just by being here with me, listening to this podcast, you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true. Let's do this together. Happy Friday, all. Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I am here with Michelle Oravitz, and I'm super excited to have her back on. And we're going to talk a little bit today about owning your power. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Monica, for having me. So just give us a little uh, cliff notes of who you are and um, yeah, your amazingness. Oh, you're too kind. Okay. So, um, so I'm a fertility acupuncturist. I'm an acupuncturist who specializes in fertility. I also host the Wholesome Fertility Podcast. Um, you and I met through podcasting and I love anything fertility. I do fertility coaching as well online and um, anything to do with fertility. I just have a natural obsession over and I do a lot of free content to empower people really a lot of information and also some of the people that I've spoken to on the podcast to really empower people going through the fertility journey knowing that there are so many different ways I guess to skin a cat so to speak and there are so many different paths for so many people going through the journey Um, so yeah so that's pretty much my background yeah, it's um, you have an amazing story. I know you've been on the podcast before. So if you want to check out your whole story, we can link that episode down in the show notes. But today we're really uh, talking about something we're both pretty passionate about. And that is taking control and really like regaining your power back over your body, your mindset, and how you can seek out the support like obviously we need support from people who um you know know a little bit more than us or have the right tools to help us but it really comes down to us and taking our power and making those decisions day by day to really get to our ultimate goal absolutely yeah so tell us um what would be like the first thing that you would suggest someone do to kind of even just start exploring to take their power back. So so something that I want to just mention that I'm so passionate about, and I think it's from working with a lot of women or women coming to me is sort of like their last resort after going through the fertility journey. And I've seen this time and time again where, and I want to say well-meaning doctors because there's everybody really does do what they think is best have told them or they've been diagnosed or, or told that they can't or they can't they can't do something. They can't get pregnant on their own. They can't use their own eggs. 
they can't, um, they're too old or their eggs are too old. And I've heard the story time and time again. It's almost like this, this dead end. And then they get, end up getting pregnant naturally. They just tweak a couple of things and it's not always so simple. Sometimes it takes a year, you know, sometimes it takes a while, but I've seen this, you can't, or this is what your road is going to look like. And then I've seen them flip that on its head and completely bypass. And one of the things that I noticed too, is that when they're telling me the story, something inside of them says, you know what? I just don't feel like that's my path. Whatever the doctor told me, I just don't feel like that's what it's going to be for me. And, and so, and they kind of have this gut knowing, and yet they're scared at the same time, because like, even though they have this gut knowing, it's still not this 100% certainty because they just don't know. It's an unknown path. You just don't know how things are going to turn out. And so when I see that, uh, first of all, I think it's incredibly admirable for anybody to face something and be scared and then still kind of say, you know what, I'm just not going to, I'm not quite there yet to give up and I'm going to keep going. And so that curiosity and that drive or that like intuition, which I really believe in, is, is what drives them to keep looking and keep searching and knowing that like something else could be on the horizon or, or maybe they haven't looked at something that might be of help. And, and that's ultimately, I think my biggest passion is just talking to people, ask, uh, also suggesting to talk to other doctors, having different consultations, different perspectives, finding a team to really help you and also listening to your intuition, listening to that voice inside that is like, mm, I'm not going to take that. That's not going to be my fate. Even though you're respectable, you know what you're doing, you have a lot of experience, but to still kind of listen to that intuition, even though it's in the face of a professional in front of you that has tons of experience and still kind of take the bet on yourself, you know? A hundred percent. I think um, for a lot of us, we've just moved through this society where, you know, doctors and lawyers and teachers and judges and all these kind of high profile positions Mm -hmm. could do no wrong. Right. And they were, they were the word, you know, like don't, don't um, challenge them because they know they've spent years in medical school. And what we're kind of realizing is that for a lot of them, they are trained in a, a very specific way and our now modern day Western society issues probably aren't taught in medical school because they follow a very old curriculum and we're, they just haven't caught up yet. And so that's where like functional medicine comes in. You've had this group of, you know, doctors and scientists come from a different space perspective because they either followed their gut and was like, whoa, this doesn't work for me anymore, or this isn't working for my clients or my patients. I've been working with people, hundreds of people, and they're all still coming back to me sick or sicker after I do the normal things. Um, And it's really hard as let's say a layman person. And I 
can use that term for myself because I had literally no medical background, like not even science. Like I wasn't even into science. Like I wasn't into the body. (laughs) I wasn't into any of that. Right. Like I'm a creative, give me some like music and some paint. Mm, And I don't know what was in me to keep ignoring what the doctors were saying. And even like standing up to doctors when they laughed at me that like, um, immune issues weren't connected to fertility it was made up science I don't know if it's that like Scorpio like kind of fuck you vibe but um, yeah no I get that (laughs) I just was like okay I know I don't know as much as you and I know I don't know what you know but I know in my heart and in my gut that what you're saying just doesn't add up. It just doesn't resonate with me. And therefore uh, I have to go and look for alternative um, methods. And like getting back to the point of like, you know, owning, like empowering yourself. And we were talking about like, you can seek out, let's say like the most knowledgeable function fertility coach out there. Um, But it's very much a situation of you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about like how it still comes down to your power to put into play all the action steps that your coach would suggest for you. Well, I'll tell you first thing, people don't take their power until they realize they actually have power. And that's, I think that's the biggest thing is believing that what you're going to do will make a difference in your life. And I think that once you really believe in that and also believe in your body and know that your body can actually thrive, I think that that's like the core of that motivation or that beginning step of taking charge and and really taking power over your own life. And it always, always, always starts with awareness. And that is because awareness is really ultimately what's going to make you want to make a change and then we can apply that really everything food for example Um, it's interesting because you were talking about like western medicine doctors a lot of really know much about diet which is so elementary (laughs) you know it really comes down to like it's the most simplistic thing that you can change just diet uh, makes such a difference in your life yeah and so when you apply awareness in your diet or what you're eating You could start to become aware of how you feel when you eat certain foods, what your body is telling you. Your body will tell you. You'll notice that you don't agree with certain types of foods or you feel more tired after eating bread. That's how I felt at least. That was like my example. And then, you you know, that awareness, I think we we forget because I know we're so used to using like food sensitivity tests and labs to let us know what's going on in our bodies. But our bodies have always been so intelligent that they'll tell you (laughs) if something's not agreeing with you. And so paying attention to that, that's number one. Like, how do I feel? Why do I eat this food? Do I eat past the time that I'm full? Or do I not eat when I'm hungry? Do I listen to my body? You know, just becoming aware, just even in the first week, not changing it will tell you so much already. And then at that point, you become that much more empowered because what your body is, how your body is responding to certain foods. 
And so, you know, starting with awareness, you could do the same thing with your, your lifestyle. How much pressure am I putting on myself? Do I rest when I'm tired? Um, just becoming aware, you know, and ultimately just an awareness by itself, so much happens. You become a lot more empowered. The same thing with meditation. The reason why meditation works so well is it, it's ultimately about awareness. It's sitting really and becoming aware and mindful. And just by doing that, the science has shown that you're changing yourself physically. You're changing your cells. You're changing your physiology. You're changing your psychology. You're changing your sleep. You're changing your life. It's incredible. Just awareness by itself is so empowering. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's like a rabbit hole. Like once you know that hole is there, you're like, mm, what's inside that? And then you fall and then... <laughs> You just keep <laughs> going and going and going, but it's because you're aware, you know, like my whole, like the first, I would say three years of my journey, um, maybe other people saw it, but I definitely didn't see it. It was just like, I look back now and go, oh my God, no wonder you were suffering and dealing with so much, um, issues. I mean, you had normal health issues that you were going to the doctor with on a monthly basis but this was just normal. Right. And like growing up in this society, you're just like, well, I still can go to work. I was still going snowboarding. I was still partying with my friends. Like I was functioning. I wasn't sick in bed, but yeah. the reality is, is like, okay, you are constipated. you have bloating, you know, like, um, you know, all the kind of normal health issues. And then once you finally realize and become aware of it and, it's like a blessing and a curse all at the same time because sometimes yeah, you're like, oh, it's overwhelming. I wish yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but it is super, super important to be aware of that and then just start slowly taking those baby steps into how you can take that awareness and put it into action. Totally. And, and the big key really, and I'm sure you know this because you've gone through it and also as a coach, is uh is not to overload like i i'm very yeah. conscientious on not overloading my patients and my clients like i because that is exactly what they're facing they're dealing with total overload and total total overwhelm need so it can be something that you can take with ease just like you said baby steps it can be something that and baby steps are really powerful yeah exactly um I mean, if you take on too much, you just, you set yourself up for failure because you don't yeah. stick to, you know, the 10 things you sh you, sh you think you should be doing instead of going like, all right, I'm going to tackle these two. And then I'm going to build from there. Uh, yeah. 100%. You have an amazing uh, fertility summit coming up. You ran it last year. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes, it was so much fun to do and I loved it. And not only did I love it, but I also have an in-person practice. So a lot of my patients who enrolled loved it and I got a lot of feedback from them and what they got from every single guest that I had on. So it inspired me. I was like, I'm going to keep doing this because it's just, it's so much fun. And it's basically called Empower Your Fertility Summit. And it's all about empowerment because I really feel very passionate about women going through the fertility journey, uh, knowing that they can empower themselves and how can we empower ourselves more than knowledge? 
And so I have a bunch of different guests. It's 18 guests total. And each one has their own expertise, you included. Monica's in there. <laughs> and everybody has their own expertise. And some of them are the same as last year's. Uh, and, some, and most of them are not because I did want to change it up. And basically, they speak about different, whatever it is that they're really passionate about with fertility and giving tips and each guest gives a freebie. So whoever gets to watch it, um, it's available for 48 hours for each guest. So it's gonna, it's gonna be longer than 48 hours, but each guest's um, episode is gonna be 48 hours and they're gonna have a freebie and information and tips on fertility. Oh, it sounds amazing and a really good, useful tool to tap into some of the things that maybe you're not aware of yet. So um, yeah, I'm super excited to be a part of it. All the links are down in the show notes for anyone interested. And if you've picked up this episode a little bit later, there is a link too, because it is going to be, you can buy into it, right? Eventually. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Well, for now, let our listeners know where they can come and follow you and get more of your wisdom. Sure. So my podcast is the Wholesome Fertility Podcast. Um, and I also just did com or on Instagram, um, the wholesome is my handle. And um, you can find pretty much all of the different social media anyway, com. And thank you so much, Monica, for having me on today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. I'm super excited to reconnect with you because I think it has been like two years. <laughs> so it's nice yes, to have you finally back on. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And all your links are down in the show notes for anyone who wants to connect. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you in the summit. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.